Grandpa's here. <laughs> Somebody's always here in a movie. <laughs> I wonder where the other people are. <laughs> I mean, I assume they're not here. They're not here. <laughs> in a world. In a world. In a world. Where tomorrow's blockbusters reign. And yesterday's classics are forgotten. Three women intend to remember. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Millennials at the Movie House, the podcast where your average Janes watch older movies and answer the question we've put to ourselves. Are they still relevant, and should we still be watching them today? I'm Betsy. I'm Daniel Day-Lewis. <laughs> Daniel Day-Lewis! <laughs> I knew it as soon as she started doing this. I was like, oh, we've lost Trace. We've lost her. I can feel it coming. <laughs> All right, all right. I'm Betsy. I have with me Tracy. <laughs> I'm Tracy. <laughs> and Serena. Hello. <laughs> and uh, today we watched... The Parent Trap. Nin- the Parent Trap. But the original Parent Trap. Uh, 1961, directed by David Swift. And it's based on a book. I didn't, I didn't realize that. I didn't know that. that either. Yeah. Was it a German book? Yeah. <clears throat> das Doppeltlochgen. Das. Mm. Doppelt. Like a doppelganger. Oh, okay. So maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. This is me pretending to know another yeah. language, and mm-hmm. I don't Google actually. Google Translate. Um, anyway, David Swift adapted it for the screen, and it stars Haley Mills, uh, Maureen O'Hara, and Brian Keith. Why did we pick this movie, Tracy? <laughs> well, funny story. <laughs> we couldn't decide on a movie to be honest, so I suggested this one because it fits our time frame. And I grew up with this movie. This is one of the ones that my mother loves, loves all all versions of this. Every version. (laughs) Hi, mom. Um, I was just going to say. And I mean, verbatim, we could probably, like, I think clips of me, I'm just saying the lines before the lines came. I was singing the songs. She was the annoying person. Sorry, Trace. Yeah, Yeah, no. She was the annoying person that went to see the movie on opening day, and Mm -hmm. then she brought us along like a week later, and then she's ruining it for us. (laughs) Oh, oh, watch this part. Yeah. No, nothing's gonna happen. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. I have no defense for that, because (laughs) you should have already seen this movie. I know. (laughs) I feel like I should have. I... I don't know. Even as a kid, it was always just like the current day. It was always the 1998 version that you watched. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I have seen this movie, but it's been many, many years. Can I give a little backstory about uh, me watching this? Is when we would go to our summer lake house, my grandmother's summer lake house, there was a little movie rental place. Mm -hmm. And we had this TV, like a travel TV that was about, you know, 12 by 6. Like, it was super small. But it played VHS tapes, and we would go there, and they would have... We being you and your brother. Me and my brother. Yeah. (laughs) And we would have... And my mother. Uh, And we would go to this video store, and it had... It had a couple of new movies, but it had all of the 60s... Like you said, Bedknobs and Broomsticks, Mm -hmm. That Darn Cat, Three Lives of Thomasina. Like, all of these classic that my mother grew up with and loved... And we watched all of them. And we loved them. And that was the only place we could find these older movies. Yeah. So every summer we would rent the same movies over and over again. That's sweet. That's yeah. That's a good memory. And like, especially The Parent Trap, it's about camping. Mm-hmm. Well, part of it is about camping. So, and we were, you know, camping and, mm-hmm. you know, 
Anyway, sounds like a great childhood. Yeah. Right? Uh, okay, synopsis. Serena, go! Oh, Ooh. snap. Oh, snap. <laughs> okay, mic drop. Mind blown. Hold on. Um, okay, jeez. Oh, I wasn't even remotely prepared. <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, that's okay. <clears throat> All right, so the movie opens. There's a couple of girls... A whole bunch of girls, actually. A whole slew of them. Hundreds, hundreds of them. <laughs> Going to camp. Da-da-da. Camp. Two girls start fighting with each other. They, you know, whatever. They look exactly the same. Then they get, like, in the isolation house. They realize their birthdays are the same. They're from whatever. Like, one's from one side of the country. One's from Boston. One's from California. They realize that they're sisters. Twins. Separated at birth. Separated no, at... They were one... Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, so the parents divorced. I mean, how weird is this? The parents divorced. And then one takes one kid and one takes the other. Like, what is that? Mm -hmm. That Mm -hmm. would never happen in real life. Mm -hmm. Is it based on a real story? No. I'd have to look into that. But anyway, so uh, they, you know, plot the whole thing out. They make a plan to switch one chops hair. So they look identical. (laughs) And they swap, and they go, one goes to the other, one goes to the other. The mom and dad don't know, oddly enough. And then somehow, like, they get caught. I think, like, by the, anyways. And then they lure, so the mom and the other one come to visit the dad. First off, everyone has so much money in this movie. I don't know what is happening. Dad has a mansion, mom has a mansion, the camp's practically a mansion. I mean, it was just, anyways, great life. Um, okay, but moral of the story, they're plotting to get mom and dad back together, and with a whole slew of things, including a camping trip and some other things, they get rid of the fiancé of the father, because she was a joke, and, and then finally, like, I don't know, they finally get, they get the whole, they get mom and dad sitting down, having dinner, you know, he does, he pulls his game, he pulled like 15 years back, Yep. and she, she fell for it again. Um, okay, so yes, twins, long lost, get together, mom and dad, whole plan, everyone's back together, happy family, we. Woo! We are family! <laughs> well done. All right. Well yeah. done. But th- there was a lot more to it, but. Yeah, there always is. I-, I try to hit on the important parts. You did. You did. She goes quick synopsis, I'm like 20 minutes in. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mind if I do. Figured I'd switch it up since, uh. I since literally I know. started yeah. sweating. I'm like, oh my god, it's me every week. <laughs> no, I know. You're going <laughs> Don't worry, get... we'll be back to you next time. I was gonna... yeah, she's like after that. All right, so what did everyone think of it? I mean, like I said, Your it's bias. one of my. I know. I it's one of my favorites. Obviously, Tracy, you're not allowed to talk okay, for right, the rest okay. of this podcast. Okay. All right, Tracy, <laughs> shut off. <laughs> no, I. I mean, I. I really enjoy it. It's a good. It's a good family movie. It's fun. It's I sweet. loved it. Yeah. I think it was so cute. Yeah. I kept getting the flash forward slash flashbacks to the, the Mary Kate and yeah. Ashley Olsen oh. because although I did see the 98 Parent Trap with Lindsay Lohan, mm-hmm. Lohan mm-hmm. Um, I only saw that one like maybe once or twice and like um, wicked long okay. ago. Fair enough. Yep. Fair enough. My sister and I would just like binge watch like every weekend, like, you know, your, your movies mm-hmm. that It Takes Two and I, we were big Mary Kate and Ashley fans. That's fair. Yeah. I, so I, I just yeah. kept getting like these. I didn't realize that it was like literally exactly like the. I have not watched It Takes Two in many, many years. I'm oh, gonna they're have to so watch cute. It. I'm they're so cute. Okay, let's jump in. Top of the marquee. What was our favorite part? The whole movie. It Obviously. was so great. <laughs> 
Um, I think this watch around, because mm-hmm. I'm sure my answer will change every time. I but love... you probably watched this a little more objectively this time around. No, I didn't. Okay. I no, like, no, didn't really take like notes. I was just like, Christmas. yeah, I was. I was just like, oh, this is nice. Oh, we're doing this for a reason. <laughs> but my favorite part this time around was Verbena. Every time she's like, but I, I don't say Oh, word. no, that was my favorite part, too. I put that in here. Not a single word. Not a single word. I just... I, Everything and she'd be like, and then she would dish on yeah. whatever it was. She was like a what would you call that protagonist? Like the one that dropped the ashes on her boobs. The other one. Oh, all right, like, yeah. yeah. Um, comic I, relief. Yes. Yeah. Comic this. relief. Yes. Okay. Comic relief. What was funny is that, like any child would, it was Sharon, I think, who picked it up and would repeat what she said mm-hmm. as if it, she came up with it on her own. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, and any observation she would do, like, what a ninny. I don't think she would ever say the word ninny except that Verbena had said it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. What's a ninny? Like an idiot or ninny a silly. Like a ninny Um, My favorite part, and I forgot this until I saw it again, and I think they did it in the 98 version, is when he when she smells her grandfather and she says that she wants to make a memory. Mm-hmm. I love that because it's it's something you do passively. Like you get me- you have memories, sense memory, but you don't do it purposefully, but she mm-hmm. did it purposely. I always thought that was always so sweet in whatever version it was. I always picked that out. That's always my favorite part. That stood out to me too, and I thought actually I forgot about that one. I should write that down. But that stood out to me as I wish that I was proactively trying to make a memory because little things will remind me of my grandfather, like the fishing, like tackle box at Ed's house mm-hmm. yesterday. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. random stuff like that will remind me, but I'm like, maybe the smell of a pipe, but that's like it. Mm-hmm. Like I wish I was like more pipe, actively. Pipe smells, pipe, pipe. Total grandpa. The smell of, of pipe reminds me of my dad. He hasn't smoked pipes in, in years, but that, from when I was a kid, yeah. like that's what it reminds me of. Yeah. So I stole yours, Serena. Was there anything else you liked? Um, I did. Did you actually quote the... Did you describe it or did you quote it? Can you quote it for us? Um, I'm not saying a word. Not a single word. It was just so funny. But but if he wants a da-da-da... And like... Yes. Not a single word. Yeah. So that was one. And then the other one I had definitely was hilarious, by the way, was the um, the hooliganism. Hooliganism, yeah. Hooliganism. That scene with the couple of cranky camp counselors. I mean, they had to be when yeah. you know a hundred plus girls around thirteen year old girls. But she, but I forget exactly. I think Miss Inch. I think her name yes. was. Yeah. I didn't quote the whole thing, but when they were basically yeah. chewing the kids out for being yeah, <laughs> yeah. my other mischievous. My, yeah, my other favorite part is. I just love them at camp, the shenanigans they get up to. Yeah. And then it, you know, comes back to when they're trying to get rid of Vicky, they do the same tricks that mm-hmm. they've learned. Yep, the honey trick. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Can we talk about that camp for a second? Because I want to go to that camp. Right? My God. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They Hang got out to do the whatever dock, they do wanted. Yeah. I, you know, I want an adult no. camp like that. Not you much go, structure. They have that. You rent a cabin and you, if you want to go sailing, exists. go sailing. If you want to do crafts, go do crafts. I think we have a, a business in mind now for the yeah, three of us. A go. side hustle that's going to turn We could even call time. it the, the, the parent trap. The parent trap, yeah. yeah. Or like, yeah, or yeah, the yeah. The parent trap. trap. It would be like, we would have, like, parents would go there to, mm-hmm. like, get away from their kids. Mm-hmm. 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 I'm down with this. <laughs> we got this. We got this. Yurts with electricity, preferably. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. yeah. Million dollar idea. Right Docks here. with no dock spiders. I'm interested in that. Okay. You sign good me up. When you guys, good that's Secret a million least. ideal of, of itself. When you figure out how to do that. I mean, there's as big as your hand. Yeah. Oh, anyways. All right. <laughs> Sorry. 
Ladies, please remove your hats. Aspects that didn't age well. What did you think? I again, I am very biased because I was like, no, this is a perfect movie. It aged fine. Yeah, I kind of <laughs> felt that way though. So, what did you think? I the only thing I could think of for this was the unstructured camp. the The fact that they just like dropped thirteen year olds in the middle of the woods and they could do whatever they wanted. There were boys. No there structured too. activities. <laughs> And then the, there were moments where the effects weren't I had as effective as they could be. Mm-hmm. I had that as like well. the underwater scene, the or underwater the scene, and when they're screens. walking in the park. Yeah. And um, did you notice the whole background shifted at one point? Yeah, yeah. I, I put right at that point. I put down green screen on mine. I'm like something's yeah. amiss, and I don't understand why. It's the 60s. I'll yeah. give it to them. That's fine. I'll, I'll take it. Those are the only things I could think of. I had a couple things, and I don't want to say it didn't age well. It was just showing its age. Sure. And that's, those are different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I appreciated they showed, like, the phone operator. Yep. Which we we didn't, as even as millennials, we knew, I knew what a rotary phone was. Yeah. yeah. But I don't, I've never dealt with a phone operator before. Yeah, that was and like telegrams. Computers. I mean, I think they still exist, but mm-hmm. Western Union, I think, Western is still Union, open. Yep. But you don't get telegrams anymore. And then, <laughs> of course, the clothes. There were some untimely pieces there were some that i just thought were still real pretty i think some of the dresses are coming back maureen o'hara's outfits were like gorgeous yeah the the only other thing that might not have aged well is um slapping a child clear across the face and not just in one scene more than one scene there was a well, the girls actually, the girls slapped themselves. One yeah. girl slapped the other girl. Yeah. But then the, the Vicky. Yeah. Oh, you don't have to do that. That was the father's response. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think it was like a, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. Yeah. 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 But, but I think it aged pretty well overall. Mine, I just wrote, was the green screen and OMG the hair. I don't, I know like whatever, the 60s, blah, blah, mm-hmm. but like, oh God, like I can't with the hair. The mm-hmm. amount of hairspray. I mean, I guess, whatever. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Medium, mm-hmm. fine, but everyone had boy hair. Whatever. Yeah, I really liked Maureen O'Hara's hair at the beginning, and then she cut yeah. it, and I was like, oh. Yeah, okay. we all had issues with that, where she had that, the rom-com reveal almost. Yeah. But we preferred her before, mm-hmm. even her clothes before. Yeah. Much better, but I believe the point was she's wearing now the updated clothes of yeah. the that, gener- that yeah. generation or that decade which actually were <laughs> didn't age as well as we thought right, right yeah because the movie was 61 so, some of the movies that we've seen the 40s and 50s with that glam mm-hmm. which i personally think was like very pretty. right she was she had that going which which i personally prefer exactly and she that's... had that timeless mm-hmm. look to her mm-hmm. and she changed into something that wasn't timeless so to us it looked like she dressed mm-hmm. down compared to dressing up and that's what I'm used to her in is the only other movie I've seen Maureen O'Hara in is Miracle on 34th Street. Yeah. Which, I mean, her outfits in Miracle on 34th yes. Street. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Wait a minute. Aspects that remind you of modern movies. I mean, ob- I mean, this is like an unfair question. For yes. Me. I mean, Parent Trap and it yeah. takes two. Mm-hmm. Pa- 1998's Parent Trap was very, very close to this movie. I would say that it, it was very close I would say it was actually geared more towards kids. The 98 version? Yes. Yes. It was almost dumbed down a little bit. I'm not saying I didn't love it, but it was just a little bit more cartoony. Yes. The lizard in the mouth. The lizard in the mouth. Yeah. <laughs> this almost felt, I think, I think on IMDb, it, the first genre listed is romance. I think that, that that was like, this is still considered a romance. 
not a family movie as we consider it. I didn't realize it was going to be this long. It was long. There was I mean, we did lots of different scene. sections. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. section, and then, yeah. Well, yeah. like, there was the one part. The last, like, half hour, I was like, damn, this is long. Yeah. There's one part where when Susan's dealing with Vicky and, like, learning that they're engaged and all this stuff, you're in California for a huge amount of time. And it wasn't until we got to Boston and she got the telegram that I was like, oh, my God, we haven't looked at Boston in, like, half an hour. This is okay. Yeah. I just wasn't – I didn't Sorry, realize – she was pretending to be Susan in California. Did, it was Sharon. Yeah, I was just going to say that, but I wasn't 100% sure. Did with, with the new parent trap, did they trim back a little bit? Because I feel like this one was, like, long. Like oh, some maybe. Some stuff could have been cut. They may have. That's um, entirely possible. And I think like that they the did – end, it was, like, a little bit, like – like the I camping think they, scene and everything, you know. Yeah, I think they did cut down on like the romance scenes, mm-hmm. like the dinner. The dinners I think were truncated to maybe one dinner for the for the parents or something. I think this goes to the pacing aspect of mm-hmm. movies that have mm-hmm. has changed a little bit. We don't have the attention span. Yeah. That, yep. That That's what I was did. gonna say. Yep. Get to the point. Mm-hmm. Speaking of pacing. The opening credits. Yes. Those are fabulous opening credits. And now that I know that it's based off of a gibbering book, I almost feel like that was, the the cartoon was almost an homage to the the illustrations of the original book. Yeah, I would be very interested to. I I googled really quickly the book and it looked like the the illustrations were similar, almost similar in style to those illustrations. The 1998 version was 128 minutes. This one was 129 minutes. Really? So, wow. again, I think it's not so much the length, it's the pacing. It's the pacing. Yeah. And I almost, yeah, like you were saying, it was more geared towards kids. There was more comedy in the 98 version. Yes. More, more blatant comedy. Because yes. the part that I always loved so much in the 98 version was Chessie, the maid I don't know, slash yeah. nanny yeah. slash housekeeper. Yeah. Freaking out when the when the the reveal happens, and I always think that that is such a comedic, funny moment. That actress like has her moment, and it's really it's just so funny. And they they don't do those types of comedic moments. And even like the butler in the ninety eight version, he's very comedic and broad almost. I forget what she did. I she like starts crying and blubbering and like, can I hold oh, her? Oh yeah, yeah. It's okay. funny. It's just it to me at least. Right. I sometimes like especially the butler, I always felt like he was over the top. He was a little over the top, yeah. Yeah. And that's where I know that that's today's comedy and I just there's a line of comedy where I'm like, okay, that's funny and then that's over the top where I it's I have a line of believability. As soon as it's not believable anymore, like that's not real. Mm-hmm. That doesn't happen in real life and as soon as that happens, I'm like it takes me out and it's no longer funny. Mm-hmm. But that's just me. You're like I'm not laughing at all. This sucks. <laughs> Seriously, no. See, like when when the line is crossed, like you're done, you're out. That's I'm it. Out. You're, I'm she's like, done okay. with the movie. There's Turns no off, coming back. Walks away. Yep. <laughs> She'll finish it. She'll just yeah. be resentful about yeah, it. Yeah, like all right. time. That was okay. <laughs> my other comment. I'm sorry. I'm on the 98 yeah. version now. The o- my only other comment because you have to compare the two. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're yeah you have to. It's. I mean, it is so close. Yeah. Nobody plays the evil girlfriend stepmother like Elaine Hendricks in the 98 version. Meredith is like, I'm sorry, I think she's great. I also think she's over the top. So, oh, but, yeah. but yes, she does do an evil version very well. I do like it. I just, um, 1995 was It Takes Two. So three years before the original, the new parent trap. Oh, okay. I'm just looking that to see sense. something. 
That makes sense because I feel like when it when anything Eric, Kirstie Alley, sorry, that's why half the reason I love it so yeah. much. Oh yeah, Continue. love her. When nineteen ninety when the nineteen ninety eight Parent Trap came out, I feel like because I obviously I don't think I knew about the sixty one version at that point, and I was like, oh, it's a ripoff of Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen. That's movie. remember me with the Poseidon Adventure and the Titanic and confusion and yeah. I'm like yeah. what's happening? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so I have to say I in the ninety eight version. Because I grew up with this version, the two homages that I love is I love the music from the 60s version. Mm. Let's get together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you hear Lindsay Lohan. She was like oh walking God, through the hotel. Does. And just like, I think she was going up to her room. And she walks into the elevator and she's humming Let's Get Together. Oh my God, yes. Oh, she totally yeah. does. Which I'm like, okay, that. it's in there. Thank yeah. you for... For those people like me who know the original, yeah. thank you for doing that. Well, and the Oreos the, and... And then the other part was because because me, my mom, and my brother are crazy. When we go camping, we always, you know, bang sticks together to scare away the the scary monsters or the, the, the animals. In this one, uh, Meredith, I think her name is, right? Yeah. This, the, in the 98 version. In the 98 yeah. version. It's never really explained until later, but she is, is seen you know, clicking, to, yeah. you know, and those are the two like iconic moments. I should have said that they were part of my favorite parts cause they were. Yeah. And they do throw an homage to them. So well, thank and you. And they brought Vicky in. Yes. Vicky plays. And I told the girls to see if they recognized I her as not. a young person. Yeah. Vicky in the sixties version plays Meredith's mother as aunt Vicky. <laughs> Which in the 1998 one. Is very fitting. Yes. Oh, it's the same person? Yes. yes. Holy smokes. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's so cool. Now you really have to go back and watch okay, the movie. Okay, yeah, yeah, now I need to. Yeah. Modern movies, go Serena. So, of course, the It Takes Two and The New Parent Trap. I also was getting Brady Bunch vibes, and I don't know why. It that's must be because it was in the same time frame, possibly. Yep. Yep. Right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like um, unconventional family type of situation. Yeah. When you said that, it was during the scene where they had the the bathroom with the two entrances. Yes. So, and which is of the very, Jack and Jill bedroom yeah. uh, bathroom. Yes, that's what they're called. Yeah. So the house set up too. Yeah. So okay, the movie was sixty one. Brady Bunch was sixty nine. But there was still the sixties, mm-hmm. and they had all the same. Cl- I was just getting that weird. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's because what's her name it was like Alice. Right? Mm. right? Yes. yes. Okay, okay. Verbena yeah. was just like Alice. Yes. Right. I'm like, something's making yeah. me feel Brady Bunch-esque. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, there it is. All right. How is it still relevant today? I feel like it never stopped being relevant. I feel like relevance isn't the right word for it. Well, I think that was the one that I was unable to come up with something for. And I feel like it's mostly relevant. It's relevant because of the storytelling and the story arc. Mm-hmm. It's a story archetype where you have the twins and we've redone that. And I think it's, I think another, other movies have done like that, you know, the fascination of twins and, and trading places. Yeah. Oh yeah. Even, even outside of like the family genre or the, this particular movie, there's like, um, the sweet uh, life of Zach and Cody. They do like, you know, switch places episode the pretty one that's what it's called um also like the lying game which is like it was on for like a season like pretty little liars where two twins switch places it's also Mm -hmm. a book series but yeah Mm -hmm. it's Mm -hmm. that thing so it's that archetype of storytelling Mm -hmm. i also Mm -hmm. have the step parent issue or Mm -hmm. when dad or mom is dating and then you become this 
asshole that tries to, you know, take over and Mm -hmm. because it's not the right person. Mm -hmm. You have that awkward coming of age talk with your parents. Mm -hmm. That's in there. That's a very classic. Because that's hilarious. That's that's always a hilarious, like, how embarrassed the parents get and the kids are, like, seem to be fine about it. Mm -hmm. So that's a a story thing. The hate to love. Mm -hmm. You see that with the mom and dad where they're fighting, 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 but really we're meant to be together. Mm -hmm. And then I have the conveniently single. I... Was married. I was looking for this love, but no, she's not the right person. I was really in love with you the whole time. Never mind, I was, he was engaged. single for an hour, right? An hour. I know, that was the one thing that I was like baffled by. Yeah, I'm like easy. Yeah, Rico. So those suave. are all like rom com tropes that are still relevant because we still use those in modern day Absolutely. storytelling. Um, I want to go back to one of the ones that you mentioned: the idea of a broken family i mean they they say it in the in the opening credits or you know bless this oh, yeah. broken home and whatever this era was the time when you started talking about divorce you started talking about families who are not nuclear families they they it was unconventional families started to become a thing and it was started to become acceptable to have divorced parents and to have you know well just look at the families. brady bunch they yeah, were, that's true. You know, that's true. But then it then they did become this normal functioning family. Right. Every, everything was always, you know, perfect, but Yeah, I don't know. I just I don't know. I guess I was thinking that 90s was when the divorce rate really took off. And I don't know cuz I haven't done any research, but I just for some reason felt like 60s were you stay together, you figure it out. Divorce isn't really quite a thing. I didn't realize that I was probably 20 years ahead of myself at that point. I think that has to do with it is more talked about now Mm -hmm. in modern conversation. It's not stigmatized. It's not stigmatized. Mm -hmm. And I think it's our age. Right. In the 90s, we were in grammar school where kids' parents were getting divorced and it was part of our lives and what we knew. And so we're like, oh, that's that's when it started. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right, let's do a note roundup. Anybody else have any notes? I, I do. I don't, I don't oh, know why I, do I have offer one. it to other people because I want to talk. Um, I get nothing. Uh, I will say I can't watch Haley Mills in, in anything without thinking of her as Miss Bliss in Saving Saved by the Bell. Saved by the Bell, yes, Miss Bliss. I was watching young those were like early days Saved by the Bell. That was, oh my God, they were babies in the in the early years. And I feel like I was that age when I was watching those episodes. Mm-hmm. So Miss Bliss was like a teacher. She like she was one of my teachers. Yep. So I always think of her. Speaking of Haley Mills, I know her from Pollyanna, That Darn Cat, and obviously The Parent Trap. Oh, so she was big and big child star. Yeah, yeah oh. absolutely. And it's because I would watch all of these old movies yeah. at this video store. Yeah. <laughs> what was the name of the video store? Oh, I was no. I mean. Honestly, it was part of a convenience store. Yes. So it was like Even a two-part better. thing. Yeah. Yes. I wanted to comment on the music that played throughout. That had very dramatic, like, mm. the reveals. And then, Duh. yeah, it had that, like, epic, I don't know. How it was it, old. It was, it was old school movie music. Mm-hmm. It was just that emotional, mm-hmm. rom- it, ha- it was romance music. It was almost a, le- a, a holdover from the 50s. Yes. That's almost what it felt like. And yeah. the, you know, music may have been the last thing to... Totally random note wrap up. I've never heard anyone explain that, like, not love at first sight, but that, like, moment you fall in love, 
as a zing. Yes. And she yeah. said, when did you get that zing? Except for the movie Hotel Transylvania. <laughs> where it's that, they have like a whole music thing. We've yeah. got that zing like <laughs> thing oh from God. Hotel Transylvania. It's a zing. Anyway, that's all that I never, it didn't even like occur to me. I mean, how many times have I watched this movie? Yeah, but how many times do you watch Hotel Transylvania? Well, only once or twice, but like still, it was so relevant yeah. to Hotel Transylvania yeah. that I was like, oh my gosh, a zang. <laughs> Love it. The martini shot. We already know I mean, Tracy's it's answer. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. I mean, I recommended it. I would definitely, this is one of my favorite movies. Absolutely. Same with me. Absolutely recommend it. Yeah, I'm down. Yeah. I like it. I like it because... <laughs> it brought back feelings of It Takes Two. Yeah, I liked it. It was fun. It was funny. Um, there was only like two or three scenes that I was appalled at. <laughs> and um, for child actors, Haley, Haley Mills is very good. She's she's very convincing. Like, you know, not all movies with child yeah. actors, you're like, oh my God. She had a baby face. But she was very good. She didn't have a 13-year-old face. She had a baby face. No, she had she had a thirteen year old face, and she was playing a thirteen year old. That's right. the trick. She wasn't twenty three trying to be a thirteen year old. Right, right. right. Uh, good point. Everyone was age was was cast age appropriately in this movie. Even the girlfriend to the mother and father yep. were age appropriate. Yep. Okay, but this was also the sixties before growth hormones were in like every single thing we ingest. Okay, okay, that's right. a fair yeah. argument. <laughs> okay, <laughs> all right. Well, good. We all recommend it. All good times. Woo! All right, good choice, Tracy. Let's get together. What, what do you say? say? I don't remember the rest of the words. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. We'll be posting our next movie on Twitter tomorrow, so head on over there and hit that follow button. You can also follow us on Instagram. Our handle for both is the Movie Millies. Otherwise, you can find us on Podbean as well as Spotify and Google Music. And we have more awesome episodes over there as well, so check us out. And so until next time, we're millennials. And we'll see you at the movie house. Okie dokie. <laughs>